Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today we are sitting down with Angie Bird from Wild Studios. And we are here today to talk about sex and other things, but sex too. So go ahead and give us a little intro, a little background on yourself so we can get this conversation rolling because I'm really excited. I texted Lindsay this morning, um, who's our producer, and I was like, we're talking about sex today. She was like, oh, sweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fun thing to yeah, talk about. Yeah, it is. And it's not, people don't talk about it that much. No. Especially in the South. Especially in the South. Yeah. And I, I'm Angie Bird, by the way, as you said. And so, yeah, born and raised in the South and... As a woman who grew up here, it was very clear to me from a societal perspective, familial perspective, pretty much everywhere you go, that you are to be seen and not heard so much and just, you know, sit down and look pretty. Mm-hmm. And so I think we, you know, all of us can have that ingrained thought process in us. And so part of the work that I do, a lot of the work that I do with Wild Studio is to liberate women from the faulty and outdated programming around sex, sexuality, power, where our power actually comes from, mm-hmm. pleasure. and I think pleasure just, is a big one. Yeah, pleasure and just being free as a woman mm-hmm. and what that means and what it doesn't mean. Right. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to necessarily walk out onto the street you know, with your underwear on and high heels and do a dance in the middle of the right. road. Like that's not necessarily what, if you want to, that's fine. But right. that's not necessarily what we're talking about here. Right. Got it. So, um, so how did you get into this? Where did it start? All that. Yeah. So I've been a performance coach for many years and Can we you would tell our listeners what that means. So yes. So performance coaching, um, people would come to me around leadership development making their life grow, evolving, communication, um, just anywhere in there. I would always often say that it's just whatever you want to create in your life. Right. Is it in your relationship? Is it it in your business? Performance from a holistic perspective across the board, across your whole life. Mm -hmm. And so many times I found that we were ending up in relationship conversation, in intimacy conversation, Around sex, we hold so much shame and guilt around sex, Mm -hmm. and no one wants to talk about it. And so even from my own personal perspective, because I know that in my work, a lot of the trajectories that I've gone on have come from personal curiosity and from my own personal life. Mm -hmm. So I've been married for 26 years to the same man. We got married when we were 25-ish, you know. And we were children. We had no idea what mm-hmm. we were doing and mm-hmm. what we were getting into and who we were. Right. And I think really some, oftentimes, no matter how old you are when you get married, you really don't know what you're doing. You think you know someone, but mm-hmm. we don't. We're putting on a show. The ego is like, here, here I am. Let's hook up and let's do this life thing together. Right. And then the real stuff starts to come out. Right. So in the course of our marriage, we have had to deal with a lot. Not unlike a lot of other marriages. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that we have had to walk through. Everything from, you know, in our day-to-day living, financial things, business things, relationships things. I mean, you can name it. Mm-hmm. We've probably gone through it. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, that provided a, a good foundation for my curiosity. And, you know, we ha- also had a lot of conversations about our sex life and where it was and where it wasn't. hmm and how it was good and how it wasn't. And that was like you coming to him or him coming to you or both? Um, both. I have to give him credit because he really was a lot of the time 
the one pulling me to have sex. To, yes, to have sex mm-hmm. and to talk about it. Uh-huh. And I was the one because I was, you know, you could say going back to raising the South and all that. Like we just don't talk about these things. Mm-hmm. So it was harder for me to open up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of conversation. I hired someone. I hired a coach and worked with her for a year. It completely changed my life mm-hmm. more than any other personal development, training, certification, coaching, therapy, more than anything else I had ever done. Mm-hmm. This is what shattered me at a cellular level and put me back together again was the work around sex and sexuality. So what are you willing to share some of that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you for real? Uh, um, we should sure. we share it all. <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm saying, asking yeah. is like, because you know, me sitting on the cross from the table or whoever's listening, yeah. it's like, it's, you look at other people do these things and you're like, well, they could do it, but I could never do that. Right. Like I could never go that deep. So was it like, did something, was it like a moment that happened to you or mm-hmm. like to actually make that phone call and call someone and be like, okay, I, I want yeah. help with like, cause I'm a pretty open person mm-hmm. and, but I'd sometimes even still, I'm, it's like, I don't, I get like embarrassed. <laughs> totally. And that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, like even talking about, I mean, I don't know how, how, how open we want to, you know, yeah, where we want to go. go, but, <laughs> um, but you know, talking about self-pleasure yeah. and really it starts with embodiment for women. I'm finding it really starts with embodiment because so often, and I know you probably know this in your work, we are disembodied. We are bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. I have women tell me this all the time. I walk around my life feeling like a bobblehead. I'm cut off from the neck down. Right. And so really teaching and guiding women to, how to come into their bodies and what that feels like. We don't even know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, we know how to work out. Mm-hmm. We know how to make a green smoothie. Mm-hmm. We know how to do all the things, right? What we don't know how to do really is relax. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and to really be able to receive pleasure, even from yourself, from a sexual contest, masturbation, or from a partner or just being intimate with life itself. Right. That's really what it's about for me is developing intimacy with life. And then you bring that to wherever you go. It's like, how are you showing up? How are you like holding your coffee mug in the morning? Like Mm -hmm. taking just a minute to like hold it in a certain way and create that as a sacred moment for yourself. Mm -hmm. That helps to keep your pilot light on. Totally. So that you have a kind of a low rolling simmer Mm -hmm. all the time so that when your partner gives you a look or something, you're not just completely like, oh God, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Seriously now? No. Yeah. Get away from me. But it's so, it's so interesting. You know, I can resonate with the coffee cup thing because I always speak to in the room. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not about nailing the handstand or this perfect practice or how many times you take a water break. It's literally about how we operate in space. And it's paying attention to, like, you know, like who we are in one space is who we are everywhere, right? And it's just taking the moment to, like, feel how you are in that space. Because there's times I work out in there and I'm just like, I just got to get a workout. I got to get as fast as I can. You know, and I'm in my head the whole time. And there's other times where I can, like, drop into my body and be present. And that really is, for me, like, that's why teaching is... I think one of the greatest places I can be, I don't have my phone. I don't have my children. I don't have anything else. I am 100% present. And I know when I'm in that energy, like it's in flow. 
And now if I could do that in other places, I'd be really excited about it. (laughs) Well, we can work on that. Um, But yeah, again, going back, it is about relaxation. I mean, it's one of the places where we think we know how to do that. But do we really? So I don't... Do you have kids? Yes. I have a 21-year-old and a 19-year-old. Okay. So I mean, I'm like... So this is my therapy session, guys. So I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. (laughs) Yay. Um, So you, you might know I have three kids, seven and under. And I like leaving work for me, going home is the most stressful part of my day. And when people say to me on Fridays, like I adore the women I work with, but there's, I have, there's about 20 of us, something here. And maybe like two or three of us have kids and people are like, I hope you can rest this weekend and relax. And I'm like, I fuck you. (laughs) You go fucking relax, you know? And so in turn, what I do, and I talk to my other girlfriends about this a lot too, is like, okay, I'm gonna have a glass of wine to relax. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to, so I'm basically like, I'm going to check out so I can like try to be for them and not be like this home, got to do the laundry, got to make the dinner and da, da, da. I mean, I'd love some tips on relaxation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, I 100% hear you. And I hear that exact thing that you just said with a lot of the uber professional working executive women that I work with and, and all over the board, entrepreneurs, um, the women that are working outside the home, a lot of them say that even with COVID, even just walking from one room to the next room, Mm -hmm. you know, when we were in quarantine and people working from home so much was when I leave my work self, Mm -hmm. that's when I have stress. A hundred. I'm in power here. Yeah. We're at the studio right now, guys. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many people have said that to me. So I think one of the main things to focus on is Seeing yourself, and this is going to like just play into your work. I mean, yeah. you got it. I mean, seeing yourself as a sacred being that is worthy of the relaxation that you're trying to give yourself. So, yeah, we know how to do all that. And by the way, we've been trained to do all that. Our society and our culture has trained us that success looks like you bust your balls all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way it's going to happen. And in some respects, yes, that's true. Right. The hustle is a real thing. You got- but there's got to be a balance between flow and hustle, mm-hmm. right? So you can even look at it from a polarity standpoint, masculine, feminine. Sometimes that, you know, yep. it's not necessarily male, female. We have both all the time. So it's more of a balance between that hustle energy, which is the go. It's very linear. The energy moves up through the midline of the body and out through the top of the head. Mm -hmm. So if you ever find yourself with tension in your neck, shoulders, head. I'm sorry. Headache. (laughs) Who am I talking to here? What? Like she literally walked in, y'all, and I was like cracking my neck 12 different directions. (laughs) I was like, it's strange. I'm a little stressed. Yeah. But that's where the overflow of masculine, the overflow hustle energy comes up here. And that's where it lives. You can't see me, but it lives up in the neck, shoulders, head, tension. So flow energy, feminine energy is in the lower half of Mm -hmm. the body. So it's dropping in and allowing yourself. And I know this, you know, we all know all this stuff already, but it's, it's a switch in perception. It's a switch in your worldview about how you see yourself, your time, your space, your family, your body, Mm -hmm. everything. It's like, this is so necessary. Like, yes, I can absolutely go and have a glass of wine and do all the things. And, you know, we know how to do all that, but Mm -hmm. what we don't really know how to do is relax. Mm -hmm. So there are different breathing techniques. I mean, all the things that we all know, just lay down for five minutes. Mm -hmm. But when we lay down for five minutes, change 
the way that you're coming to lying down? Like, how are you showing up in that? Who are you being? What are you wanting to do with that space? And it's a matter of balancing out. And I don't really believe in balance, but it's a matter of creating that flow between masculine and feminine, Mm -hmm. between hustle and flow so that you marry them together Mm -hmm. and you're able to seamlessly flow between the two so that when we're, we've been in our, like, I got all the power in my hustle. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, give me all that. I know who I am there. I know what I have to do there. Really successful in that place. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Now I'm going home. Right. And so it's changing that, taking two minutes before you leave wherever you are and being with yourself in a way that you not normally are. And that's going to be different for everyone. It's not a, it's not a one size fits all go and sit and do two minutes of breath work. Right. It depends. It's you, it, you find what it is for you. For me, it's actually nonlinear movement. So non like, like, so you would make like, for example, get on your hands and knees, you can play music or not preferably music that has no lyrics Mm -hmm. that you don't actually have a lot of, attachment to, mm-hmm. um, that has a good beat. And so you would, for example, again, get on your hands and knees and literally let your body move you in a nonlinear fashion mm-hmm. and in non-habitual patterns, because we tend to move in habitual patterns, just like we move through our lives in habitual patterns. Right. We are pattern creating machines, right? <laughs> That's what a human is. Yeah. It's a pattern. It's a pattern machine. So true. So looking at your patterns, like what are my patterns? Where am I where is my tension? Where is it living? So that when I get home, I can match the state to the task. We don't multitask. It's not a thing. Our brain doesn't actually work that way. It goes from one thing to the other. And so creating space in between Mm -hmm. the tasks and then matching your state of being where you are, that energetic state to where you're going. So taking that power that you felt from work and the day and da, 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 and then understanding, okay, now this is where I'm going. And all this stuff's going to be happening, like laundry and running people around and blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay. Match that state. Like oh, it's created. It is. I'm not saying that it's easy. <laughs> no, right? I, I, but that's the, that's the work. I want to go back to something you yeah. said too about like the masculine feminine, because I think like my husband owns a a business, Mm -hmm. a few businesses. And I have this business and, you know, we're, we're growing and expanding and just like everybody, you're constantly like, just you're expanding, you're contracting all these different things. And I, just to go back to like intimacy, it's like, it's basically like, you know, John has that energy and then I come home and I got my energy like that. And it's like, it's, it really like the nurturing energy of the feminine. It's like, that's, I think it's probably what is the sexual, right? Yeah. And so once I've like complete, and I was had a therapist. I was we talked about this a lot, and she's like, "You are you have fed you you're like sit work, Sarah. She's a strong bitch. Now, like mom, soft, like lover, Sarah. She's hungry. She's not fed. So of course, work, Sarah. She's she's a big. She's a boss. She's kicking her ass, you know. And I think it's like you were saying, like making this conscious choice because I think people hear us talking and they're like. Well, I can't, you know, I can't, how do I do that? I can't do it. And it really is making a choice and then doing the work behind it. Is that Mm -hmm. ish? Yeah. I mean, and you have to understand what your patterns are in order to make a choice or a decision to at least attempt 
to look at a different pattern or to create a different type of pattern. So going back to intimacy, like what you're talking about. So yes, we're in our masculine, we're working, we're doing all that. Then we go home. So domesticity kills eroticism. Uh, yeah, period. <laughs> Nothing like wiping a baby's ass and then going to get in the sack. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> all the things. Taxes, bills, who's taking who, what, where, grocery store, what are we doing for dinner? All that stuff, all the minutia, all those details of the business of life yep. is what kills eroticism. And that makes just like that... It's so true because you think like you get together in your 20s, you probably live in different houses, uh, everything's so sexy, you showered hot. somewhere else, you went to yeah. the bathroom somewhere else, <laughs> exactly. you come in and you look like your best. Yeah. Like, I mean, I look my best until John gets home. Yeah. And then I'm in like sweatpants and a t-shirt You're and like, my hair up. Yeah, away from And me. I'm like, give me something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's creating, so if it's a priority to like, hold up, we got to get this relationship train back on the track here because honestly, that's what makes everything else better Mm -hmm. what's happening in your life in your primary relationship absolutely feeds and has tentacles into every single other part of your life so creating that relationship I always often say that our intimate relationship our, our primary partnership is a third organism so you have you you have the partner Hopefully you're whole and complete Mm -hmm. over there. Everybody's Mm -hmm. doing their work. Right. And then you create this third thing called a relationship. And it is a living, breathing organism. And how are you feeding it? So if you're looking at creating, you know, more sexy time, more pleasure, more sensuality, like we got to beef that part of our life up, Mm -hmm. then it's about recreating that polarity and how and whatever ways that work for you and your partnership. Mm -hmm. And so sitting down and having really, really hard conversations... Like, like around real hard around what do you want? Like, what do you want sexually? Yeah. Okay. And everywhere in your life. But yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you want sexually? What do I want? And do we want the same things anymore? And then we'll just say you don't, then what do you do? You work on, or you try to meet each other or. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot to that question. Like, what if you don't then, I mean, there's a like, lot. Like what if he's like, that. I want the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> then you decide if that works for you or not. Yeah. You know, ser- like actually you come together as adults and get yourself out of the way, right? And mm-hmm. come to this conversation as an adult and say, no, really, if I love you, if I'm saying that I love you mm-hmm. and I want you to have what you want, what do you want? And if I'm like, mm, I want a weekend with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I want. Yeah. Um, then he can say, okay, let's talk about that. What does that mean for you? What, what do you hope to get from that? Okay. What, and you're really talking about it instead of going, oh my God, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. And melting and freaking and you don't love me and you don't want me and what's wrong with me. And, right. you know, and I'm not, this is not a conversation about stepping out. Like, no, <laughs> I think that makes total sense because example. it's like, what's, what's behind that? Like yeah. what would that experience be like for exactly. you? Exactly. Or fantasy, right? You know, have conversations about fantasies, have conversations about like, you know, there's something that I've always wanted to do and I've never really told you about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, or I have this fantasy about this thing or that thing. And what happens is, and this is what happened for me in our relationship. Once we started having these conversations, like really down nitty gritty stuff, mm-hmm it broke open the entire rest of our relationship. Our communication became 
ridiculously better. And I mean, and we're both coaches. So, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, we often fight yeah. about, I mean, we often laugh about like, if people could hear us fight, they'd right. probably throw up. Right. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. Um, but, you know, so I mean, we know how to communicate. It completely broke open our communication around not only our sexual life, but our life around our children, believe it or not. Um, just n- normal day-to-day stuff in the house, like just every single part of our lives broke open. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I was able to claim a part of myself that I didn't even know was dormant. Mm. I mean, part of me did. Like mm-hmm. there was always that like, I think women all know we've got this wild creature mm-hmm. inside of us. We probably tapped into it more when we were younger mm-hmm. and you've got all the hor- ranging hormones and all of that. And it's that innate, natural, wild, wisdom, intuitive magic Mm -hmm. that all women have. And so really learning how to go back there and bring more of that out and talk. And it comes around the the conversations around embodiment, pleasure, um, relaxation, all of those places, because to truly know that we've got to be able to relax Mm -hmm. and to truly enjoy sex, you have to be able to relax. Right. So what if there is like, I'm just thinking, I'm just playing over like situations I've had or Mm -hmm. conversations with friends. Like if there's like, you know, resentment in your marriage yeah, and there's the idea of being vulnerable feels like you're putting something on the table that someone could use against you. You know, like, how do you navigate that? Do you Mm -hmm. clean that up first or do you dive into this or can you do it at the same time? Asking for a friend. (laughs) Yeah. I'm asking for Lindsay. She's being really shy. I don't know. I don't don't know anything about that either. Um, Resentment who, me? No. Keeping score, never. We don't. Oh, girl, I'm raising my hand on that one. Keeping score. Um, That's my favorite. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Having these conversations is not necessarily easy, but it's critical if you want to have a really whole holistically pleasurable and strong and intimate deeply intimate relationship not everybody does Mm -hmm. that's fine yeah you know you do you totally but if that is something that's important to you then yes to what you're saying like okay I'm going to put something out there this is a vulnerability for me I'm going to share something call it out like I'm going to say something and this is terrifying for me to say, but say, this is, I tell my clients this all the time, say it out loud, taking the scariest dark, and I know this from personal experience, saying the darkest, scariest thing, like you feel like you're pulling a snake out of your back and you're like, oh shit, here it comes. Yeah. And you throw it on the floor and you're like cringing, like, oh God, you know, but a hole doesn't open up in the ground and swallow you into it. Right. And take you away, like literally just saying like shit out loud. You. Yes. Yeah. And then you can be there with your partner and look them in the eyes and be like, okay, what are we going to do with this? Mm-hmm. Look, relationships are for learning. And now a word from our sponsor. If you know anything about what we do at The Works, you know the work we do in the room to heal our mind, body, and spirit. Well, if you love our kind of healing, let me introduce you to your new favorite CBD brand located right here in Charleston, Coastal Hemp Company. 
Coastal Hemp is dedicated to providing healing to their customers through the use of CBD and other hemp-based products to help reduce joint pain and inflammation, get a better night's sleep, and just feel good all around. Coastal Hemp Company has everything you're looking for, from CBD tinctures, soft gels, gummies, to CBD treats for your beloved furry friend, and most recently, the Delta 8. And I'm going to tell you all, they gave me some samples, and I thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) my samples. They are little gummies, Delta 8, THC. I felt great. I slept great. So I'm definitely uh, an advocate for that. I also used some of this gel they gave me. It was like for muscle soreness and it felt so, so good. Put it on my shoulders. I was in CBD heaven. So if that's something you're into, check out Coastal Hemp Company online at coastalhemp.co or stop by their store located at 2612 Larch Lane, Suite 102 in Mount Pleasant. You can also follow them on social media platforms at Your Coastal Hemp. And it gets better. They're offering you guys exclusively 30% off just for listening to this great podcast, use the code all caps for real 30, the number 30, F O R R E A L 30 at checkout in our store to score 30% off. I'm telling y'all, I'm a fan. I'm going to go over there and get some myself. It's the only way I can see myself mm-hmm. is in relationship with the other. Mm-hmm. So when we stop learning from each other, when our relationship is complete, it's complete. Right. Then you're allowed to move on. Right. No one ever says that we have to be with the same person forever. Right. It is a choice. We've been married for 26 years. I don't know if we'll be married tomorrow. Like literally, that's how we look at it. We make a choice every single day and it takes communication and effort and all these sorts of things that we've been talking about. But it is a matter of really being able to communicate and being able to know that whatever is said, you'll handle it. And it might look like you're either together or you're not. Right. And you've got to be able to put all that scary shit on the table. All the possibilities have to be on the table because then you know what you've got. Right. And you can say, oh, okay, well, you have this thing that you just put on the table. Okay, well, let me look at that. And again, it's about being an adult. And then here's my thing. I'm going to put my thing on the table. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's look at all this. This works. Mm. I'm going to check in with myself. That actually doesn't work for me. So that's, we need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And you start just negotiating, talking. And and a lot of times, you know, let's say, you know, one thing he's, one thing, one person says, yeah, I want the neighbor. And you're like, okay, that doesn't work for me. Right, right. (laughs) Like, no, that doesn't work for me. Oftentimes, just, the fact that that person was able to say it and you do not flip out mm-hmm. and you're, be able, you're a mature adult about it takes the whole charge away and it goes away. Yeah, that's a good point. It really does. It just goes away. Right. And then you're able to discuss like, okay, well, what would make you have that? Like what's going on over here mm-hmm. that we're now looking over there? Right. So, so we can bring it back here. So with women that mm-hmm. you work with, because I think you mentioned this at the beginning too, like the body image thing always yeah. plays into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like the same, the body I had at 25 is not the body I have today. Um, and so how does that play into like, do like women, like, as you said, you know, you go back into your twenties and you're like this wild, rambunctious person, totally sexually charged. And then the day to day hits and it's like, so what do you have, like, are there some tools that you use or how do you like walk it through with a client or do you work with couples or I do work with couples. So I mainly work with women and couples. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, I'm 51. I'll be 52 at the end of the summer. So I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm certainly not 25 anymore. My body is not 25 years old anymore. And I feel at a much deeper level, like the wisdom that you gain, I think, as we age. And that's another thing our society doesn't do a good job at is aging our women Mm -hmm. properly Mm -hmm. um, and having good conversation about that. So really educating yourself around... um, how the aging process works. And I know we're not talking about that right now, but looking at yourself as a whole and complete and beautiful creature because you are, and women of every age and every size and shape, which we all know, yes, we are, but really embodying that and being able to feel it. And that's where I think the pleasure practices come in breath work during pleasure actually is a big, big, big deal. And opening yourself up to that's where your power really, really comes from. Like a woman's power is in her sexuality at a deep sacred level, Mm -hmm. not, you know, the cheesy, whatever. Right. Like at a very, very deep level, that's where our power comes from. We are creators. We create life, whether you create a human life or not in your life, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. We are able to do that. We are creators. And being able to sit in that and hold it and claim it without shame, without guilt, without flinching. Like, yeah, and getting rid of all the sexual taboos. Like, there aren't any. You can create whatever you want in your partnership Mm -hmm. as long as you both consent and agree. You can create whatever you want. Okay. Okay. Are there exercises yeah. that people do or like, start, like, do you give people homework? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, are you really, like here, go masturbate? Sure. So a simple thing, um, that I often tell people is something I call good, the good morning practice. Mm-hmm. So it's just <laughs> every single morning before you literally open your eyes, like you're lying in bed and you're just, it's that quiet zone of like right before you're getting ready to open your eyes, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your genitals mm-hmm. between your legs. And just hold yourself. And just say, and say good morning. Hi. <laughs> Hi down there. Good morning. Maybe give her a little tickle, a little, you know, a little action. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yep. But just like two minutes just to wake up that pleasure center, to wake up that creative center. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and go all the way through, that's amazing. Um, there's a teacher that I know that says, masturbate, meditate, then create. Mm. Just you saying, like, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of different little quick, short practices that I'll take people through, um, you know, anything of that nature. I mean, you know, you can go all the way through yoni eggs, jade eggs, which are um, crystal egg-shaped, egg-shaped crystals that you can actually insert into the body yeah. and do practices like kegels. It's almost like How lifting do you get it weights. Out? There's a string. (laughs) So there's, you get them drilled, you can get them drilled or undrilled. And it really does look like a little tiny Easter egg. Uh And they're made out of rose quartz or jade or lots of black obsidian. There's a lots of different types. And so if you get one that's drilled, you get um, natural dental floss Mm -hmm. and put a little string through it, tie it at one end and insert it. And then you can do actual exercises like kegels. It's just like lifting weights. Yep. Okay. So it makes the interior of your vaginal canal and all of that much, much stronger. Okay. Helps with incontinence, also helps with sexual pleasure. Um, 
helps with vaginal dryness, like all sorts of things. So that's another actual tool that people can use and you can look online and you do want to get them from a good source. Um, but that should go for anything you're putting on your vagina ladies. Yeah. Good source. Good good sources, (laughs) good clean sources there. Um, but there's other like crystal wands that you can use, um, for self pleasure or with a partner. Um, there's just, you know, really the sky's the limit. Okay. Yeah. So I have I have another one. Okay, good. Yeah, this is with going. a part. This is with a partner. Okay, right. Yeah, you can do it with yourself, but it's also with a partor and it's something I called sensual flaneuring. Okay. So to flaneur is a French word that means to wander. So if you do this in a sensual practice, let's say you're with your partner, and this is a good way to kind of reconnect when you're in that space of like, you just kind of been pissing me off for a while. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> you set a timer, like okay, we're just gonna play. We're not going to have sex. We're not. We're going to take that off the table. We're just going to give each other pleasure. So you can set a timer. You can take turns. One person, 30 minutes, switch. The other person gets 30 minutes. This is just an example. You create it however you want. Mm-hmm. You can do 30 minutes one day for one person, and then the other person gets the next day. Um, and you, you, know, you really set it up. Set it up. Set your environment. Environment matters. Candles. Music aromatherapy, essential oils, Mm -hmm. massage oil, like really take the time, really sink into the feminine Mm -hmm. because the feminine loves beauty. Mm -hmm. And so really sinking into that, create a space for yourself, no matter what your partner says. If your partner walks in and goes, this is really cheesy. What the hell are you doing? Be like, "Mm, just lay down. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just trust me. I feel, yeah. I feel like that would be received well. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just, I just got this. Yeah. Why don't you just trust me? Um, and then just flaneur, just wander around the body. Like you've never seen this body before. Truly beginner's mind. You can do it with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like this is the most wondrous miracle I have ever experienced. Wow. Like, why does that make me feel like, um, not uncomfortable is not the right word, but like in my brain, I'm like, you, how, when am I going to do that? And I mean, that, that's just, I'm at, like, I, that's where my brain goes, you know, like when, when would I do that? Mm-hmm. Would I do that when my kids were, when we were out of town or something? You could do it when you're out of town. You could do it. I mean, like I'm, my kids, I'm like, assuming they go to bed. Cl- like sit very close to me. Yeah. I don't, I got All it. the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I had kids that age too. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if they like create it to where, you know, they are, are understanding like we're going to bed at 730 tonight or mm-hmm. whatever and like. Everybody's going to stay in their room. Mom and dad are going to have a special evening. You don't have to tell them what you're doing, but like we're going to have a special dinner and it's really important that we get some private time and actually starting to speak to your kids, not obviously sexually, you know, but creating space for mom and dad to have space for mom and dad. Yeah. It's important to do that with our children. It teaches them how to be in relationship. Mm Mm-hmm they start to see it. They start to see that demonstration and what a strong, healthy partnership and marriage looks like. Right. And so create, create that space for yourself. And be like, this is what, you know, 7.30, everybody's going to bed. We're going to have some special time. Go up in your room, lock the door, whatever you got to do. Yep. It's an hour. Right. It's an hour. Yeah. I mean, get a babysitter. No, go upstairs. You're, you're, it's I mean, so true. It's yeah, an hour. Like, you can create it. Yeah. Go get a hotel room. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, that's not available for everybody. That's great. You can still go create an hour for yourself at night. And even if you're tired, do it anyway. Okay. Do it anyway. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> um, okay, so with now you do coaching for all different things, but this is mm-hmm. like the specialty of it yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And you're finding that it's being well-received and... Yeah, I mean, people are like, oh my God, thank you, because no one's talking about this. Did you see that thing and um, that that Goop episode? Mm-hmm. What was that? I, I saw it, but I can't... Did you watch it? Um, that was all... Was that all about pleasuring? The there was I can't remember who the the woman was that they had. Oh, she was was she like she, teaching yeah. them about their vagina? Yeah, she it was about self pleasure. She okay. was. Um, and it's been a while since I've seen it. Same. And then I actually watched. I'm getting that one confused with the Tantra episode on Netflix. Okay, that Netflix did that I unwell. Seen that. Is that good? Th- that unwell series, and they did one on Tantra. Okay, so I watched that one and actually ended up taking a training um, from one of the women. Michaela Bohm, who's in that, who was Gwyneth's therapist and counselor. Okay. So I took a training from that woman. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, there's, there's so much that we don't know. It's like the ocean. Mm-hmm. There's so much that we don't know. And there's so much around sex that we are afraid to look at, not willing to look at. And I know in the work that I did personally, um, that really that shook me at the core was a lot of the embodiment work. And I didn't realize that that was where I was not at. I didn't realize I wasn't in my body. Mm -hmm. And so there are other things that you can do with me or with someone in this, in this work that you find the language of your body. You find the language of the pleasure of your body, much like the five love languages. Mm -hmm. Um, My teacher has something called the erotic blueprints. Mm. And so you, go through the body and actually know what your body wants, not Mm. what your mind wants or says that it wants. So there's different energetic, I mean, different um, sexual types, Mm -hmm. like categories. So there's energetic and sensual and sexual and kinky and shapeshifter and all those mean a whole different And what is this reference? It's called the erotic blueprints. Erotic blueprints. Is it a book? Um, no, it's not a book, but my teacher Jaya is okay. the one who came up with it and she's worked with Tony Robbins. She's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, but there's work that you can do around that physical work around body mapping and I can teach people to do it. I can do it. Right. And, you know, work with couples around it or, or an individual around learning how to know what your body wants so that when you are in relationship with someone else, you know how to speak each other's erotic language mm-hmm. so that when we're trying to create that polarity, when you've come home, you've been in your power, you've been in your masculine, mm-hmm. and then you come home and you're like, okay, I really want to switch this and how do I do it? Your partner knows how to come to you to help you. Oh, that's smart. Right. To create that polarity. Like, for example, if you're an energetic and he's something else. He's, if he's kinky. I'm just right. Saying. If he's <laughs> just, let's just say, <laughs> maybe you're kinky. Maybe I, I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that you know how to come to each other and speak each other's language. Like if you're energetic, he's not going to come to you with a whip and be like, yay. Yeah. You're going to be like, dude. I'll be like, go to the neighbors. <laughs> you be like, yeah, go get that neighbor girl. <laughs> Or whatever. Um, so it, it is It is learning that language and learning how to approach each other, learning how to be with each other, because we're never taught. We're not taught how to have sex. We're not taught how to be with each other, ever. So true. Ever. I we're mean, taught porn. Don't have sex. We're taught don't. <laughs> and then we learn by porn. Yeah. I mean, you know. So what's your take real. on porn? So I don't necessarily have a 
problem with porn. I do have a problem with a lot of it. Like I don't, I, I mean, I watch it. Mm-hmm. I have watched it. Um, there are really great sites out there that are trying to disrupt that industry. Um, a woman that I know, Cindy Gallup, has a site called Make Love Not Porn, mm-hmm. and it's real world people mm-hmm. filming themselves, and it's a social sharing site. Mm-hmm. And so you can go on there and buy credits, and it's real world stuff, and it's actually educational. Right. And it's sweet and dear, and it's like, and you can see anything in the world that you want. Right. Like literally, <laughs> all the kink is there. Yeah. All the different forms of relationships and twos and threes and yeah. same sex, different sex, whatever, doesn't matter. No one cares. Right. And it's, it, but it's a, she's doing it in a really, really great way. So, um, and yeah, all the old, you know, there's a lot of porn that I'm like, yeah, no, that just doesn't work for me. I don't, yeah. well, I don't, I th- I don't agree with it. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm neither here nor there about porn. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I don't like, but I do feel like just some of the things I've seen. And I think like you said, like you're taught, especially, you know, men, women don't have sex and then men or women and women, mm-hmm. but you know, men maybe start watching porn and they're like, Oh, that's yeah. what it should be. Yeah. I do whatever I want to you. Yep. And you basically just take it. Yeah. And you like it. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. I mean, sometimes I guess that could be the case. But sure. like, you know. Well, because that's what they see. And they see these girls acting, literally acting in mm-hmm. a certain way. And they're like, well, what's wrong with you? Right. There's nothing wrong with me. Right? I'm a real woman. <laughs> do you want to pay me? I'll do that too. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'll scream like Tina as well. <laughs> that's right. Tina titties. Right. <laughs> just bounce around yeah. and do all the tech. Like, yeah. Um, but but yeah. yeah, but it's more around having real conversations about what we really want. But that's the key is that we don't know what we want. I can't tell you how many times I say, what do you want? And people give me a blank stare. Yeah. And they go, I mean, I get that. I don't, I don't know. I've and never so thought about it. A lot of it. your work is the exploration of figuring out what you want. Yeah. Figuring out what you want, figuring out how to get it, exactly what you want. Again, exploring where your power comes from, knowing your body, knowing your own sensuality, claiming it for yourself, being able to be in your body and not dissociate. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot of work and study right now on trauma and, and how all that works. And it's really fascinating in the brain and the nervous system. And mm-hmm. it's truly fascinating work. Um, so being able to be there and not leave yourself because mm-hmm. a lot of, I think that happens to a lot of us, a lot of women, like we mm-hmm. get there and we are looking at the ceiling, making the grocery list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like what's my to do list? Yeah. Like, okay. I, and we're not there. We're yeah. not enjoying it. We're right. not relaxed. We're not intimate with our partner. And then we wonder why the partner wants the neighbor. Mm. Through that. Because I'm not there. Right. That's why. (laughs) Right. I might be there physically, but I'm checked out. Yeah. And so there's no intimacy there. And look, women want novelty. That's the other part. We are the ones who want novelty and change and are curious about things. And there's research around it. Like there's actual science around it. Men typically, now these are very much generalizations and, you know, obviously. Um, But in male, female, heterosexual relationships, what they've found is a lot of the time that the, the men are the ones that actually want the stability and are craving the intimacy and the women are checked out. Mm-hmm. And so they don't feel like they're getting it. So they will go look for it somewhere. And then the other partner looks up one day and goes, well, wait a minute. Why are you, why are you stepping out? Yeah. It's like, well, honey, you haven't been here for five years. Right. You, you have, 
Right. Right. And then that goes circles back to your conversation about or the what we said earlier about I'm in my power at work. Mm-hmm. When I get home, I'm no. I'm yeah. dragging ass. Yep. Right. So it's that's the work. And do you find like with the people that you're working with right now that like it's working? They're responding to every, yeah. people are like feeling feeling it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the embodiment work is really important for men too, which is interesting. We just recently had a couples event and I did a surprise them with a 23 minute embodiment exercise. There was music and I took them through this whole series of things and the whole thing took 23 minutes. And by the end, it was, as I was observing, the men were so into it. And I thought they would be the ones that were maybe a little bit resistant Mm -hmm. and a little bit, you know, like, what is this weird shit that we're doing? Yeah. And they totally got into it. Like, was this like a meditation? It wasn't a meditation. I mean, there was, um, it was more of a couple's type of exercise. So not physical exercise, but, uh, but a practice, a process. And so the women were doing something, there was movement involved. And so it was a polarity exercise. Uh So the men really being in their masculine and holding space and witnessing. And like the women were like, and the women were being in their feminine and really dropping into that Mm -hmm. and movement. And there was music and all of this. And by the way, the polarity can shift. It doesn't always have to be that way. Right. Right. You know, you can have the, the, female being the one who's in the masculine polarity and holding the space and letting the man. So you, you can switch polarity. It doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be one way. Um, but it was fascinating to observe what happened in that event and how those, and how it affected those relationships mm-hmm. and what happened and the energy that it created in them yeah. and the energy that carried forward after that. Yeah. And it was really, really beautiful and very, very cool to witness. That is cool. Yeah. Um, so tell, um, I guess, do you do a lot of workshops or do you do usually mostly one-on-one or? I do a lot of one-on-one. I do, um, different phases of one-on-one coaching. And then I do, uh, one day intensives, almost like a personal retreat day. Mm-hmm. Um, locally. Yes. Locally. I have people fly here. And pre-COVID, I would actually bring people to the works first thing in the morning. (laughs) We would do a yoga class and then move on about the day. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I have a whole tribe of magic people that I can hook my clients up with. Um, And then we do our work as well. And it's really a day for yourself to to dive into all of this work around intimacy, pleasure. And again, it's creating intimacy with life. And then you can take that wherever you go. I also do locally have monthly circles, monthly workshops. Um, I've been having them at my house, but I need a bigger space. So we're finding different places to have those. And I do those about mid-month every month. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, they're three-hour workshops. what do those look like? So there's embodiment. There's movement. Um, ritual, some sort of ritual. And then conversation. So it's basically I'm coaching everybody Mm -hmm. for like the whole night. And is this couples or singles or right now? This is women. Uh We are looking at expanding it to start having couple events as well. Uh Um, couples workshops, couple circles. Um, and it's just extraordinary. Like these monthly events are just, I started doing it just cause I love it. Like I wanted it for me, especially after, the thing the <laughs> after, yeah, yeah, after the pandemic, <laughs> the thing that shall not be named. Yeah. But after all that, it was like, I want people. I yeah. need people. Yeah. I want to be with people. And so I started really doing them for me. 
also. to start gathering people. And it's just... And friends tell friends. Exactly. And it's just such a blast and so fantastic. And women are really, really hungry for this. That's awesome. Really hungry. Yeah. Very cool. Well, tell our listeners where they can find you. So the website is ourwildstudio.com. And I am Angie.bird on Instagram and on Facebook. And I'm also on Twitter. Cool. So I haven't figured you know, that out yet. All the things. I mean, I'm not super active on Twitter, <laughs> but you know, people are telling me I should be. And it's Bird B Y R D. Correct. Yes. B Y R D. And again, the website is O U R W I L D S T U D I O dot com. Ourwildstudio.com. Awesome. So that's the best place. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, this Sarah. This was so awesome. So you guys listen, go check Angie out. She's lovely. Um and I think this is fascinating, and I think it's so important to talk about things that people, like we said, kind of have a little taboo on. Yeah, yeah. Breaking the taboos around sex is really, really important for all of our growth. Yep, and I, I and I really loved it. what you said, that it's like intimacy everywhere. Yeah. Like, we want to live these really full, complete, enriched lives, and, you know, we can't just shut down a part of us, and this doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a complete, holistic discussion about health, then sexual health has to be part of it. Yeah. Like the health of your sexual life is is part of that conversation. Totally. All right. Well, thank you, lady. Thank you. It's good to see you. I appreciate it. If you guys um, enjoyed this uh, podcast, which I hope you did. I know I thoroughly did. Please rate us, review it, share with your friends, and um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. 